1: Hello, and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
0: And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We're here in the new year. We we didn't really celebrate on the Sunday special, but today <laughs> is our first official podcast of 2022. How are you feeling?
1: I'm good. I like I like the idea of 2022. It's an exciting time, ready to go. How do you feel? On,
0: onward and upward. I You know, I'm not a very big... I, I am a, a resolutions guy, actually actually. I like resolutions. Okay. You just changed really quick. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I think people hate on resolutions cause you know, social media and people get annoyed that like with all people like to, you know, you see a lot of people screaming and not doing on social right. media. So like it, it, you, no one buys it, but I do believe in like taking stock and trying to be better totally. than I was last year. You know, do you have any resolutions? Jordan?
1: I have the same resolution every single year and it's always very tough for me. Um, my resolution every year is to I'm very, very I'm a very messy person mm. by nature, very disorganized and very messy. So every year at New Year's I say I'm gonna be more organized, I'm gonna take better care of my belongings. Love that. Is my other resolution. Take better, like just be more careful with them, be less careless, be more organized. I never really do it, but it's I'm gonna try again this year.
0: Try, try again. And that is one of those, th- that's a good resolution because it's like, it's simple. It's it's easy on yourself. I think people get yeah. too hard on themselves with their resolutions. Like, it's like, I got to lose 30 pounds and I'm going to be a billionaire and if it doesn't <laughs> happen in 2022, then it will never happen again.
1: You know. Right. Well, it's hard to measure the mind. They do say the best goals are like measurable and time-based mm. and like, I, that's probably why I never actually do it. But, you know, <laughs> what's, your, what's your resolution?
0: Um to be i i again like i i guess it's like organization stuff is probably big for me right now like i need to figure out my schedule um but i i'd like to like make more thoughtful time for myself i think like instead of self-care self-care i think like you know i went when i was uh i'm just we're, we're taping ahead of time but like i played golf i i never played golf I played golf, but I've never taken a lesson. Like, I never knew what I was doing. And I took a couple lessons while I was in Phoenix, and then I played by myself. I did 18 holes by myself oh, wow. outside, and I really sucked. I was really bad at golf. But I was not, it was nice to be outside, have a coffee, sit, quiet, reflect. I don't know. Does this make me sound like I'm a 1,000 years old? No,
1: I think that's great. <laughs> like, are you off your phone? Maybe two.
0: I was on my phone, but not oh, as much okay. as I would have been. <laughs> right. I. It was just nice to be like, <sighs> you know, like just right. like have that moment to just like, like a good five hours of not sitting there, you know, worried about the next joke I didn't write or the next podcast I have to tape. you know?
1: I think that's a great resolution for you. I feel like you work a lot and the nature of your work is that you kind of work all day and all night. Um, yeah like a single mom so <laughs>
0: yeah, I am I'm the single mom so
1: of single yes indeed no I think that um, I think that's a great resolution I think that that's how you avoid burnout right
0: yeah I I, I, I was feeling a little bit burnt out um, but the holidays are nice and it's good to just be it, it, it was nice to just be outside and just be chilling and I think I need some more of that you know, more was, golf more golf <laughs> yeah well listen people i am actually speaking of golf this weekend i am in fort lauderdale florida come to the show it's gonna be my mom my parents are always like we're bring. my parents are like we're bringing a bunch of friends and i'm like okay i need the you up listeners to come to the fort lauderdale show to like dilute the yes the, the friends of my parents so i need people to come on out uh so i'm in fort lauderdale i'm also in Cincinnati, West Nyack, New York, Philadelphia, Sacramento, Hartford, San Francisco, Pittsburgh. So jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com if you want to get those tickets. Bring out the group chat. Assemble that crew. I got jokes up the wazoo. Oh, that's a fun thing to say. Assemble that crew. I got jokes up the wazoo.
1: Now you sound 100.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Wazoo! back in my day we went up the wazoo Uh,
1: (laughs) my resolution is to play more golf and i got jokes up the wazoo
0: that's right (laughs) there you go fun ones like that one you know what to expect jordana what's going on in your life anything to report
1: not too much to report if we're back i will have been in miami the previous week so i too will have worked on my burnout and i'm excited to just relax and chill and be outside and
0: beach or pool yeah
1: um, depends on the pool. Okay, I think. if the pool is like really nice and has mm-hmm. like a great like setup, and the food that you can order from there is like great, I do like the pool. Mm-hmm. But I prefer it's kind of like a DJ versus band. Like I prefer unless I have a great. If you don't, I, which I for weddings, I believe if you don't have an amazing band, get a DJ because no oh, one plays okay. the songs as well as the original artist. Yes, but. Like a a DJ is better than a mediocre band, but a great band is better than a DJ.
0: I love that. That's a good point. It, that you're absolutely right. It, it, because it, 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 these are the shades of life. These people don't yes. like to live in context and nuance, but you're absolutely right. Like a great band, you're like, "Wow." Right. Holy shit. But you got to pay for a great yeah. fucking band. Like they the great bands, know. great wedding bands know they're great wedding bands.
1: Exactly, and there's not that many of them. So if you're not going to have that, I think go the DJ route because there's nothing worse than a band that's like fine. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> brutal. On that note, also with the beach or pool, like I think great pool better than the beach. Decent pool beach is better. What do you think? You're more of a beach guy. I feel like from your Instagram, I'm a
0: beach stories. guy, but I, I'm a beach guy, but I agree with what you're saying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think like I, I'm, a, I think we're in tune because. Okay. There are good pools, but it's got to be the right setup. It's Mm got to be the right special blend of vibe, cocktails, music, people. Beach is a beach.
1: Right. You can't really go wrong on the beach. It's guaranteed to be a particular level of solid.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes, I agree.
1: You know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show balconette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.
0: What are we talking about today?
1: Today, we are talking about wasting time in dating. It's a little similar to our one from last week, but I feel like it's a different kind of question. So I'm
0: The wasting time. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's different to me. You know, wasting time versus being picky is very different. Like, I looking at the same
1: issue almost from like the opposite.
0: Let's take a look. Go for it.
1: Okay, hi J and J. Love the podcast. I'm so excited to see Jared at CB Live in Phoenix on the 18th. Did she see you? She did. She saw me. I'm sure you were great. She's bringing. She brought her friend. I have to say, she hopes you felt feathered.
0: I felt I feel feathered. I have to say Phoenix had great audiences. I was really excited by the dynamic of the people living there. It was really it was good for comedy, I think.
1: I'm sure it is. I mean, we went to Phoenix, right, on we our did. tour in 2019. That was great. We
0: went and it was great.
1: I'm a little confused why it seems like the vast majority of people any age group are so concerned with the concept of not wasting time when dating. I saw a TikTok that had questions to ask on a first date to help you not waste time, including asking someone about kids, marriage, are they in therapy, and even what their preferences in the bedroom are. Very TikTok. The therapy thing, I feel like, is very TikTok-y.
0: The therapy thing is gone. I, I, I get the joke. I get what they're doing. It is so crazy to me how widely accepted it is to just like, Scream therapy at people, but it, I, I get the <laughs> joke. I was just like, it, to me, like this idea that because you went to therapy, you are a better person than the people who don't. Like, it, it does kind of feel that way. That that joke goes that way. Do you know what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah. No, I could definitely see that it could be like co opted, but it's it's a shame because I do think good therapy is like a hugely valuable tool i Um,
0: totally understand that but it it becomes this like
1: i'm saying they're ruining it for everyone yeah it's like the mental health thing
0: (laughs) right it's like you better be in therapy or you might you're not going to be able to fuck me it's like okay okay (laughs) it seems like a lot
1: i can see myself open to answering some of those questions after around date five dates but but not date one i think i would tell the person you're a stranger and i'm not happy about you trying to get my personal (laughs) business so fast for stranger me, danger. <laughs> my personal business. For me, it's less about the questions and more about a stranger thinking they have the right to know these things. Also, I think it really takes away from the fun of getting to know someone organically and naturally if you grill them right off the bat. I don't know if this context helps, but I'm a thirty-year-old female, single, and my longest relationship was eight years. Still don't feel like it was a waste just because we didn't end up happily ever after. I'm curious what insight you two maybe have for me. P.S. The wedding photos are beautiful and I'm so happy for you to
0: There we go. I like that. The This is a good question. I I think it's interesting because it's like, it's it's connecting the online world with the real world. And like the
1: TikTok world?
0: Yeah, the TikTok world where seven things you never do on a date. Like this person is like responding to it as if dates exist the way they're kind of shown on social media like all you know because she's saying you're a stranger i'm not happy about you trying to get in my personal business so fast like she would never speak to someone like that she wouldn't go stranger you know like it would be she
1: would just awkwardly avoid the topic yeah and and
0: also i don't think someone is going on the date with you going okay do you want kids do you want do you want to move to the suburbs do you are, are you fully tested have you been vaxxed? let me you know you know what I mean like it's right. not as neat black and, and white clean. and neat yeah, yeah yeah a good date might get you this information yeah like I, I think a good date that with a stranger can organically yeah. get you whether they want kids or not and and I do think this is all about people saying what do I want? What you know, and I think people's time is wasted when they have what they want ignored by the other person.
1: Right. And also when they're I think it's a two way I think it's a two way thing. I think someone could waste your time by trying to be mm. I mean, that's sort of our concept of the the fuck boy really the biggest crime of the fuck boy is that they're a time waster, right? Because yeah. in our definition, yeah, yeah. there's someone who's leading you to believe they want things that they don't want. Right. Absolutely. Which is wasting your time, which is the biggest crime of all, supposedly. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, the clock is ticking. I gotta get there. Right. But I think like it's up to the dater to be like also like if you're a dater and just also just a person in the world who's speaking to people naturally, like you should eventually you should be able to pick up on these kinds of things in a normal conversation that isn't an interview style do you want kids? When do you want to get married? Like all those things, like those things do naturally come up in the course of just talking about someone's life.
0: Yeah. I, I, it, this question is so hilarious to me because this TikTok that they're referencing. So including asking someone about kids, marriage, are they in therapy? Even what their preferences are in the bedroom. I think these people who are so concerned with wasting time, a lot of times they're not asking themselves what they want. They want people giving them answers to their questions, right? So it's like, the, like this person said, the, the the nicest thing this person wrote was, "My longest relationship was eight years. Still don't feel like that was a waste of time, just because we didn't end up happily ever after." That's a healthy person who knows what they want, right? Like if you get out of an eight year relationship, you go, you know, that wasn't, and you're, and you look at it as a waste of time. That is someone that didn't give you what you needed and and when you look at it and you go, "Well, that was a learning experience and I enjoyed it and now I know what I want even more so than I did before." Okay, well you're acknowledging that you're part of this too.
1: Right. And I think she like by saying like everyone seems to be obsessed with not wasting time, it's kind of like I don't think that's the case. I think it's more like people want People like we say, like owning your standards and trying to figure out if someone's on the same page as, as you or is willing to meet you there. So I don't think the idea of saying, um, you know, if it, of I don't think you, these are any topics to avoid.
0: No, no, right? no, no, no. But I, 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 the the point I'm I, I'm trying to get at is that the people who claim don't waste my time are very are often people who don't want to look at themselves in the mirror and say what they want for fear that someone will dump them for what they want
1: right well that's the those are the things that last much longer than they should last or the people who are just kind of like trying to not rock the boat because anything is better than being than feeling lonely
0: yeah so then they go on a date then they go on their next date and they go if they're in therapy then i'm good you know it's like what (laughs) right you know they're like they're like nipping around the edges they're like chomping around the edges of actually getting to what they want so when you say like are you in therapy it's like okay well that must mean this and must mean this and must mean this and must mean that i won't get fucked over in the future and it's like wow you've really made a mathematical equation to like come to some conclusion instead of saying hey um have you been in a long-term relationship i want a long-term relationship
1: yeah which i don't think there's anything wrong with saying that though too
0: not at all yeah. And I think that's but I think a lot of these are in in place of hey right. I want this.
1: You need to find this out in order to I don't yeah, I agree it's like finding out this stuff is also not going to save you time. I don't think like if you no. ask it in the way that the TikTok is presenting that you ask it in an interview style way.
0: I want kids too. Like I I I want kids. I also want to have casual sex. Right. You know, both can right. be true. Well, so, like, so, uh, so, so, you you know, the, the rule's been debunked, I guess. Like, you know, like, I, you know, the, cr- the criminal is always ahead of the, cr- you know, the cops. You right. know what I mean?
1: Well, I think these questions are probably helpful for someone who's like, who doesn't know, you know what I mean? If they're, if someone is looking for a long term relationship and they want to gauge and, and they would like the person they're dating to know that, these questions, again, I don't think they should be taken read verbatim on the date, but I think they're sure. things that are like, okay, like these are interesting things to ask about. These might these things might tell you more about the person that you're seeing. Again, if you can manage to, to ask them in an organic way, so I don't think there's anything wrong with the questions inherently. Totally, but I, I agree. I agree I, with what. I you're agree saying with what
0: you, no, that's the, you're totally right. There's nothing wrong with the questions. There's something wrong with getting the answers and then doing this like hypothesis based on the answers like you you know answers just can't be given like we get this question a lot where it's like uh oh they wrote on the dating app that they're looking for a relationship they they check that box in the so i thought they were looking for a relationship it's like no you didn't want to hear answers to your own questions right
1: you're trying to avoid pain by picking a uh trying to get like a an algorithm based thing that does and that's not how it works
0: it's not how it works. Like, you know, I remember I would do this when I was younger. Like, you know, if they text me back, then I'm then I'm good. Then they like me. It's like, well, okay, I, I guess. I don't know. Like, that doesn't, you know, how about I text them and say, hey, let's go for a date, you know, and hear the answers to my questions.
1: Right. And then I can judge them based on, like, how, how they're answering my questions as opposed to, like, trying to impress the person that I'm with. So I think that, like... The wasting time thing is like if you don't take it too seriously, is a nice little guide. But I think this person's mm. getting offended by it also a bad sign.
0: Yeah, that's a bad sign. I and 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 also looking at these things through like that like these dates are total interviews. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. just not how it works. Like you can ask a good question. I, I listen, do you want kids is not the worst thing in the world to talk about on a first date
1: i don't think any of those topics are the worst none things of them. in the world yeah, to talk yeah. about on the first date If brought up again if brought up correctly and it's going to be messy like the, the way yeah. you, you get to these things are not like some clean like again like you're not sitting in an interview checking the boxes and then <laughs> like checking to see which ones they take off but yeah. i think it's nice to go in with a sense of like when you're dating if you've come out of something how would what would i like in the future what 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 would I like to know about this person that will help me find out if they're a good match for me? And those questions might not even be the questions that you care about. But I think it's yeah. okay to like have a sense of like what, what would I like to find out about them?
0: Who's your therapist? What's their number?
1: I'm going to call them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: You're already shopping at your favorite stores, why not be saving while doing it? Racketton is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Racketton is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, electronics and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher? You know I like deals? Racketton is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at com or get the Racketson app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready?
1: I'm ready.
0: UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending yours in, UUP at Betches.com. Hi, j and I felt nostalgic after hearing this past week's awkward sex story about fucking on a pool table. During my freshman year in high school, My boyfriend and I would always hook up in his parents' basement because they were way more cool about privacy. (laughs) So cool, awesome parents. Uh, My parents' basement had the small windows at the top of the basement walls, and my younger sister and her friends would spy on us. On a tangent, I did the same uh, once by spying on my little sister and her, and started giving her high school boyfriend head for a split second, second, and it was traumatizing. I don't know if she should say that out loud. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) and I'm pretty sure. I told my mom because she was younger than me and and like 13 at the time. So oops.
1: I don't know if like, I would say that out loud either. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to. It's got weird. I, anyways, <laughs> my boyfriend <laughs> and I were having a cuddly movie night and decided to get it on, which in hindsight was not good sex, but we were both virgins until we dated. We were both completely naked when his dad opens the basement door, which was thankfully not visible from the couch we were on and said, "Eric, <laughs> I'm showing Uncle Kevin the basement updates." <laughs> they had a <laughs> such a dad thing. Oh my god. Yelling. They had a gym and a pool table in their basement because they were very wealthy. We had about 10 seconds to act on this, so Eric jumped up and ran into a storage closet room of the basement. Well, I just put a blanket over my naked body on the couch. My boyfriend awkwardly came out in a chicken suit costume after a minute later to greet his dad and his uncle. It was the cringiest sexual experience, but we ended up dating throughout the rest of our high school years and I didn't get the sense of too much awkward tension from his parents afterwards. I'll let Maddie name this one if you read. Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) so the guy like at first I was like, did he leave her? On the pool table? Like, he just, bat, he would just, like, run away. <laughs> Ta-ta, gotta go. <laughs> this was his diversion?
0: Yeah, I, I guess. Wh- the? Why the chicken suit? It was just because he was naked.
1: I guess. Um, and that was the only thing that he had. But to me, like, that would ask, that would raise a lot more questions. Right. I feel like I want what I want. But the interesting thing to me is like, what did he say when he went out there in the chicken suit? Yeah.
0: What was the story he told? Yeah. <laughs> and where were you? Yeah. Where you're under the blanket. Like, what was the role play going on? Right. Hey, we're just trying on the chicken suit. That's what we were doing. It's high school. Ah, Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I need more information on this one.
0: We need but, less information about you watching your little sister give head and more information <laughs> about the actual sexual awkward c- encounter that you had.
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I need more and less at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maddie gave some good names. The Cluck Cluck Fuck, Barnyard Bang, Rooster role play. I like those. Do you have any, Jordana?
1: I call this one the chicken because he was a chicken because he ran yes. away from her and he dressed up as a chicken
0: i called it eric <laughs> i just love the stern dad eric showing uncle coming down like the, the warning the yeah the because the dad knows like we all think parents are doofy idiots but the dad is doing a warning call like clean it up down there you know
1: right i've got to show uncle bob the basement. Hurry yeah up. we're
0: trying to me there's another story from the other side where his parents are like we got to get these two kids off of each other i'll talk about uncle uncle kevin
1: that's also a <laughs> possibility i like how right. like having a pool table is now like the mark of wealth on this podcast
0: that is the only thing that you had a pool table that is you're set you, you know you've set made it for life yeah no college debt you're on your way
1: Yes. Having a pool table that your kids can one day have sex on is is the ultimate dream.
0: <laughs> yeah, this has taught me to not have a pool table. Like how many pool games I'd be playing where I'm like thinking of like young people just right? all over it. Yeah. yeah. Now that's Gross. all I'll be
1: able to think about.
0: Yeah. Red flag or deal breaker. I guess there isn't really a red flag or deal breaker. A red flag or deal breaker, they run away from you and save themselves.
1: That would be the deal breaker for me if he was like, oh shit, my dad's here, gonna run and then left me naked on his pool table <laughs> to be discovered by his father and uncle.
0: Whoop, gotta go, yeah.
1: <laughs> I would be more, impre- All right. I'd be more impressed if he ran out there naked and was like, go, save yourself, change. Sure, I'll be the distraction. Yes. I guess that's maybe what he was trying to do with the chicken thing, but... I need more information on exactly the the logistics of how this went down. Yeah.
0: So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bowl and Branch. Bowl and Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this if you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are Bowl and Branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash, then I put them on my bed. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowl and branch. B-O-L-L-A-N-D Branch.com. Promo code UUP exclusions apply. See site for details. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is Fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UUP. Let's, uh, let's do another email. You ready?
1: Okay. Dear J&J, longtime listener and fan, I can't stop sharing your podcast because you both bring out such a helpful and fresh taste to dating in 2021. Well, thank you. Please come to LA to do a live show. I'll jump right in. Maybe we will. Maybe. My boyfriend and I have been dating for almost two years. For reference, he's 27, I'm 26. In the first few months of dating, he mentioned that he has an ex that still calls and texts him every three to four months to catch up. It's kind of bothered me, and I expressed that I thought it was odd, but... Overall, let it go because he said he had no interest in being with her. He just wanted to stay civil and not act like an asshole by ignoring her. Apparently, she doesn't have a lot of friends and family and just moved to our city when they met. They dated for less than six months and it didn't seem that serious based on what he's told me about their relationship. They broke up about a year before him and I started dating because they just weren't a good match. Two different uh, people, his reasoning for their breakup. About six months ago, she called him when we were together and told him she was... Thinking about him and just wanted to catch up. I was pretty upset by this because we had been dating almost a year and a half at that and I felt like it was inappropriate to continue communicating with an ex just to catch up while being in a serious relationship with someone else. I explained I was upset that he clearly hadn't set that boundary with her and she must feel like they are still good enough friends to keep calling him while while he's dating me. I expressed I felt like he kept communicating with her, so we had an option to get back with her if things between us ever ended. He assured me that he that, that wasn't the case and said he would set the boundary. We didn't talk about it again. Last night, I was over at his place, and after being there for about an hour, he told me the ex had called him again right before I got there to see if he wanted to grab coffee because she was going to be by his apartment this weekend. I asked if they had communicated since the last call about six months ago, and he said He responded to an Instagram story she posted about a graduation and told her congrats, but that's been all. I asked what his response was to the coffee inquiry, and he said he was confused and quickly got off the phone, but would text her and say he didn't think that was appropriate and he wasn't interested in getting coffee. I asked why he didn't just say that while he was on the phone with her, and he said he was caught off guard because they haven't talked since the last call nearly six months ago, and he was confused. Our conversation spiraled into an argument in which I told him he clearly hadn't set the boundary with his ex, and I didn't understand why he's kept this relationship with her. He said he had set the boundary, but that he would stop talking to her if that's what I wanted. I don't want to tell him who he can't talk to, but I do think it's concerning he continues to entertain his ex. Am I crazy for thinking it's weird to keep catching up with an ex while being two years in a relationship with someone else? I'm aware this is coming from my own insecurities and jealousy from being with untrustworthy partners in the past. I've tried to determine what should actually be a concern and what I might be overreacting or hypersensitive to due to my own issues. I don't think my reaction was perfect, and I'm sure I got more upset than I should have because he said he wasn't planning on meeting up with her, but the relationship still bothers me. So my questions are these. Is it appropriate to continue to check in with your ex while they are still in another relationship? Am I overreacting by being upset his ex? still calls to check in on him how can i better explain why this upsets me any and all insight is graciously welcome thanks for all you do for us clueless daters from boundaries batch
0: well i appreciate the email um we're all clueless daters i would say yes. and 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 to me the answer to this is about being clueless like i it's interesting to me that she immediately goes. You're keeping this as an option so that you can get with someone else. <laughs> like that is so far down the road. And like, listen, I'm not. To, that isn't to say that that doesn't happen. Uh that might be happening here, but that's not my assumption here. I, I mean, like, if you're first, I feel like we've said
1: that that's a possibility. No, for why guys continue speak like speaking to other women in their lives. Totally, no?
0: it, it's definitely a possibility. But like, in this scenario. Um, where he says, I don't want to be an asshole. Like, I do understand that where you're like, and I, I, you know, I, I, I know I'm taking the side of someone who's like keeping up with an ex. So like, we're never going to like see his side. I can see how this has gotten away from him where wow. I, I, I do see how like, you, you know, one thing begets the next. So I do understand where you you're in this thing that wasn't really a thing and it didn't really have an ending and then you get serious with someone else the next person you get serious with right and then you know you do have you have no hard feelings of this last person that you kind of sort of dated and they check in with you and you're just nice enough and while you're just nice enough you're also getting serious with someone new but you don't really say it to the person that you never really got serious with because it feels like it's so harsh.
1: Like twisting the knife um, for no reason. It's twisting the knife. And it's also like, I don't
0: know why you and I didn't work out. And I don't know why this, this person and I are getting very serious.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah. You know? No,
0: I get and that. Yeah. So you're like, why is this one getting serious and you never did? But I've always been nice enough with you and didn't really care enough to make that serious. And that sounds personal, but it's really not personal. So now I just stay nice enough to this person because I have no reason to be mean. We never really had a like a breakup. You know, like I, she, you know, she's calling her an ex, but I'm saying that he never really even sees it that way. You know what right. I mean?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I, you explaining that is helpful, I think. For, right? For me understanding it, and probably for her and anyone else, I think understanding that, it just seems like you're not like... The way you explained it, it seems very innocent.
0: I And listen, it can run... There's a spectrum. There's It's very innocent, or it's very... He's, devious. He's look, <laughs> devious. <laughs> right. But I think both need to be taken into account. Like yes, he could be keeping her as an option so that when you break up, you guys, he can get back together with her and they can live happy ever after. But I'm also like, why would he date you
1: right. to also, also keep
0: this other person around? I think it's more like, I don't want to be a dick to this person that I have no reason to be a dick to. Even when he says in the email... Why it, would he tell also, her?
1: He told her, right? Like he, he proactively told her that she called. He told her she called. And he, that's
0: why I don't think like he see. And I do agree with the emailer. Boundaries do need to be set, but I think it's got I'm looking at I'm being very empathetic to this guy because I've been this guy where you go, "Yeah, I'll set a boundary, but I don't know, I I don't want to have to like it's a fight I don't have to have, but now I have to have."
1: It. Right, he just kind of wants to like not go to coffee with her and hope she just stops asking. Yes. Right.
0: <laughs> yes, and doesn't think he's a dick.
1: Yeah, which you I know? get. I think that makes sense to me, and I think like he almost hasn't gotten a chance to like, and she's like, well, why didn't you just tell her no on the phone? And he's like, because like, I fucking I, like chickened out. Like, I just <laughs> didn't want to do that. Like, I get yes. I totally, I understand what you're saying and I think when you explain it, it actually makes a lot of sense. Um. However, on her end, it could be like it seems low lift and it seems like it's kind of like, oh, it would just make me feel better if I didn't feel like you were still talking to your the the con- cause in your head I feel like again there's always this moment when you're in a relationship and you're getting pissed off about something where you're like there's two people on your shoulders and one's like it's not a big deal like you know he's into you and like he's like mm. he told you about it and like they, he just like they have they don't see each other it's like once everyone and the other side it's like no like he's you're been dating your boyfriend for two years and he's talking to his ex girlfriend like fuck him like you've got to like <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like there's like I I could see why she feels like. I don't want to be like a lunatic who's like controlling and doing this thing, but it's actually also kind of annoying. And I just wish he would do it so I wouldn't have to stop thinking about it.
0: Yeah, I, 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 you're right. And she's (laughs) right. Like, I, I, and I do understand those two people, you know, the, the devil and the angel thing. Because it is, and there is a point where, I mean, I remember being in a relationship and having, this talk like why do you have to text them why do right. you have to text this person back and i'm like i don't know i i'm being nice i don't you know like i don't uh i i you know and having no good answer but then also understanding like yeah when does life move on from these people that you don't really have a relationship with like i think everyone right now whether it's dating or not everyone's texting with someone they really don't need to be texting with Like everyone's texting, keeping up a a friendship that's not really a friendship. You know, you're you know this person for years, and you haven't even like. There's someone you're texting with that you haven't seen in a hilarious amount of time for the amount you text with them, and you don't even want to see them.
1: Right. So I guess, but it's like, and those most scenarios are not in a lot of these scenarios. It doesn't really affect anyone else. She's saying, "You do this thing, it bothers me. I like, I just." It's almost like, again, and I see her point in the sense it's like it's almost more like the fact that you won't do it is more of a sign, is like more of an annoying sign to me than the fact that it's happening. It's like not almost, it doesn't almost matter that it's happening. It's more like why won't you just not be texting this person?
0: That's why my biggest piece of advice is don't make this about him trying to fuck her. (laughs) Like I, I don't think that keeps us on task. Yeah, Like like when I read that part, like to me, she gets away with it where you're keeping her around as an option. Like, listen, if that's the truth, then you're dealing with a, a liar and an asshole. And like, there's nothing you can do to protect yourself from being lied to. You could always be lied to. But if you stay in the pocket of what you just said, where it's like, hey, you're not doing anything about this. It makes me feel like less than. It makes me feel like you're making time for someone that... You don't really need to be making right. time for. I have to wonder why you you need to keep up with this. And and also the biggest part of this email that I would be upset if I was her. He's responding with congratulations. Do you want a relationship with this person or not? Well, what? he
1: he responded to her Instagram story her with Instagram a congratulatory. Oh yeah. I wasn't sure. I, didn't, I wasn't sure when I'm reading that. I asked I like, if they,
0: communicated, asked if they communicated since the last call about six months ago. And he said he responded to an Instagram story she posted about graduation and told her congrats, but that's been all. Yeah, like, he's
1: like being proactive about maintaining this contact in that case.
0: That's annoying because I, I, listen, why do, and, and I don't think he thought about it then, but I would, if I were her, I'd be like, why do you need to say congratulations to this person? Are you gonna right. plan on hanging with them again? Is your, what you know, as far as like a person in your life, where do you see them as a person in your life? And he probably hasn't even thought of that, thought about that. He could go, Well, I don't see her in my life at all. So okay. So maybe this is the first moment that you kind of I think there's like I really do believe like there's like we're we're talking to so many people right now and it's a little bit of a drug addict behavior.
1: Yeah, but like, he's he's got a relationship. He doesn't need to be the addict, really. No, I heart. know, but yeah. he
0: but I'm saying he doesn't like he's messaging congratulations like for what?
1: Right. What's the, like,
0: I, I, what's the right. point of that? What's the point of that? And I don't think he would have a good answer for that.
1: Well, that's the thing about also like the how easy it is to communicate these days. It's like Do you know what I mean? Like 50 years ago, it's like you'd send your your ex a letter saying congratulations on the graduation. (laughs) Like now it's just literally like a response. It's almost like it feels like an impulse thing. It does mean a lot less, but it still feels personal.
0: Probably feels personal to her
1: too. That she's like, oh, he wants to continue talking to me. And
0: both people have to adjust. You know, she has to realize that it's really easy to say congratulations to just anybody. There are people I follow on Instagram... I'll give you an example. Ready? Ready. I match with a woman on Raya. And then on Raya, they give you the Instagram handle. Okay. So I get a DM. Hey, you know, we match on Raya. We had like a short conversation. She then DMs me. Hey, I thought this might be easier for us to talk. So I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like, and I respond to her. Oh, nice. You know, whatever, whatever. And then she, it was like her birthday three days later. <laughs> so, so now, what did you guys do? Well, we went out, we got drinks. Um, we, I got her a gift. Um, no, but when I saw it was her birthday, I'm like now following the stories because like we've connected in this weird way. And I was like, do I say happy birthday? And. Right. Because we did have this talk, we are talking because we met on a dating app. So there is a understated attraction there that we may go on a date one day. And I wrote to her story, "Happy birthday." Right,
1: but and, here's
0: and, and, the. Th- but I'm just saying, yeah, I wouldn't it's have easy. done that. Uh, yeah, you it's, wouldn't have it's, just there. her happy. Birthday, it's not like I care right. about her fucking birthday. I don't even know this fucking yeah. person.
1: Right, but that's the thing. That's the difference, though. I think like you can do that kind of thing. In your situation. With him, the stakes of that are higher. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, everything that you do to make a relationship more serious makes the stakes of responding to someone's Instagram story with happy birthday or happy graduation higher. Once you have kids... like. So i could see in her head it's like what are we gonna like get married and have kids and he's like responding to his ex-girlfriend having heavy graduation and like they're talking every few months it's like when <laughs> does it when does it there is a sense when of like it? when does it end do i have to be the one to facilitate this ending and then now i'm the control freak who's like checking is making it like what what did you well, how did you phrase the texting to her to tell her that you're no <laughs> longer it's like you don't want to be that person either
0: I would say, but that's the question I would ask him. I think that puts him in a position that's different than, oh, this is an option. You're just leaving open to fuck later. Like he can
1: listen (laughs) reasonably defend that, right?
0: Yeah, he can reasonably defend that. He can't reasonably defend like, like if if he if you just said why, where does this go? What's the point of this? He would go, I I, I, like, um, I don't, and he he'd fumble around an answer, and then you say to him, hey. I don't care that you have friends that are female. I don't care that you have other friends. But it's the fact that this person keeps popping up in a way that I don't know how they become a part of our lives anytime soon if our lives are going to become more and more.
1: Right. I think that's a great way to put it because then it makes it about, again, you and what you're doing, not about him and his intentions. And it's about like you and and how this impacts your life. Yeah.
0: And he can ref- he can refollow her the minute you guys break up and make her an option then too. Like the idea that like right. he has to keep this I don't know. I, I think they're I think he has to get himself off the, the you know, the, 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 the dopamine drip that this person
1: is. Well yeah, it's offering. nice to feel like someone's I think even if you're not looking to like get back with someone or have sex with them as soon as your breakup ends, it's still it still feels kind of nice to have someone who's clearly like Wants to give you a little attention, and maybe he something he doesn't want to admit to himself either.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't even think he realizes that. Like, I think it's way more innocent. But that's me giving a lot. Well, of
1: she's that. asking him to confront that. So I think yeah. that this is the time, right? Even if he's not thinking about it, like she's asking him to think about it and make yes. a choice based on that. So now is time. Yeah. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on, and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly Subscription Clothing Rental. Change your clothes.
0: Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending these in. We love a red flag deal breaker. Ready? Ready. J&J, thanks for always keeping me entertained and educated with your stories and advice. I have a red flag or deal breaker from a previous relationship that I thought I'd share with you. I'll get right to it. My ex-boyfriend refused to take his shirt off. Ooh, a never nude. <laughs> <laughs> we had,
1: Okay.
0: okay Refuse to take his shirt off. I can count on one hand the number of times he took his shirt off in front of me over the course of our two-plus-year relationship. Aww. This includes during sex. I would ask him to take it off or try to take it off for him. He's so I'm just awkward. imagining
1: them struggling with the shirt where he's like, leave it on. Yeah, right?
0: Like a like a toddler, but he never wanted to. He wasn't even a big guy. Not that it would matter if he was, but I know he was insecure. Yeah, you think? I empathize (laughs) with that, but sex just isn't the same when you're only half naked. I don't know. I don't think I realized how bad this was for me until the relationship, until I left the relationship. But it would be a deal breaker for me now. Let me know what you think. Thanks. No more Winnie the Pooh. What Um, do you think?
1: I feel bad for this guy. I do too. Yeah, I think it's kind of like you have to assess your own thing. If this is a turnoff for you, if like having sex with someone who feels really sexually con uh, confident is like something that is really important to you, then yeah, it's a. I guess it would be a deal. Breaker. And obviously, like a lot of co- confidence goes very hand in hand with sex. So I can see feeling that way. But I would also feel feel for him and try to like help him feel more confident before just going right to rip off the shirt.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, take it off, take it off. Like we're <laughs> take... <laughs> I'm having like flashbacks to going into like dressing rooms with my mom. Like, why is not it a fit? Doesn't it fit? Yeah, like her asking me <laughs> questions like, I have no answers to.
1: And that doesn't make you like want like feel more confident, but yeah, no, yeah. you do
0: fighting at the sides of his shirt to get it off of him. Yeah, I uh, I feel for the guy too. There's something up. Um, I mean, for me, it would be a deal break like if I'm yeah. dating someone I, I I'm but to me it would also start at like how you present it hey is is there something I can do differently is there can we is want to talk about, about yeah and you and you try and press a little bit especially if you're in a relationship you're like oh you is, is you know i I don't think it would be like the most insensitive thing in the world to be like hey i I just want to know like if I can do something different you never take your shirt off like I is there a, a problem I can help with? Cause I'm here for you. You know, I think there's a way to talk about it.
1: Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think it would depend on like how willing they were to talk about it. If it, again, how much it meant to you, how much it meant to them. I don't think it would automatically be a deal breaker for me. Well, can I a- ask the question in a different way? Let's say you were dating someone and there was a part of their body that they just like never showed. Even when you went out, like let's say they were like, they never wore a bikini. Would that mm. be a deal breaker? they just didn't like that area of themselves
0: so they would they wear a bathing suit
1: ever they wear a bathing suit but they they won't wear a bikini
0: bikini wouldn't i mean that's not something the one piece is hot to me i have to say um
1: right or they have a certain area of their body they, they don't wear tank tops let's say like there's something they won't wear like well, is this or they wear this all ba-
0: black all the time yeah you know, like someone like that. I, I None of that would be a deal breaker for me, but I would like, I don't know, like. um, It wouldn't be. A de- it's hard to say that it was a deal breaker because but I would I, I would want to like if they couldn't talk about it at all. Like if I was dating someone who was like, just no, I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. I'd be like, right. oh, OK, something is I don't think I'm going to be the one to fix this or.
1: Yeah. It. Especially like when you're in a relationship, I think that's really like the thing is more like them just being sort of knowing themselves, even if it's something that they're kind of like, this is something I kind of struggle with. I really just don't like this. And like, I like it's just them having a sense of themselves and understanding them. And I don't think it's like, Oh, you have to be so confident in all your body parts all the time. It's more just like the way their attitude about it and what their journey is like with it.
0: Yeah. You got to just like be let in a little bit. Like I think being held on the outside of someone's insecurities like you're not even you don't even know the person like I have plenty of insecurities. I talk about them all the time, and it's like it's um you know i I make jokes about them to try and like connect with someone,
1: yeah, we all have insecurities it's about the yeah. way you present them and how how aware you are of them and how like easily triggered you are by them, I think,
0: yeah, I but I don't think I'm hanging with Daffy Duck. But <laughs> I-
1: <laughs> oh she calls him winnie the pooh okay uh and love the pod been listening for years and have been and have seen jared do stand up at buffalo and syracuse and congrats jared on her Jordana on her wedding i got married in august i have a red flag or deal breaker submission for consideration one red flag or deal breaker they show up to the first date with a big stain on their sweatshirt and make you pay per chicken wing background i live in <laughs> buffalo and of course wings are a pretty big deal here Match with this guy on Bumble, and he suggested a chill Sunday date at Duff's, where where we can wear sweats and eat wings. I've been to <laughs> Duff's in Buffalo; it is great. Love that place. It's
0: great, and what a what a, what a what a sweetheart this guy wears. This guy sweats. is like,
1: I am not fucking putting on pants for this date, so she better oh. like this Duff's suggestion. <laughs> That's how we do in Buffalo. I like the laid backness <laughs> of the date, but he took it too far. He showed up looking disheveled, unshowered, and with a large dark stain on his zip up. Not wanting to leave <laughs> immediately, I stuck it out and we had a nice enough conversation as he had a good sense of humor. But when the bill came, he counted each wing I ate and made me pay per wing.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. He physically touched 25 each... <laughs> cent
0: wing tonight. <laughs> like, you want to see the bar?
1: <laughs> oh, my God, this is gross. He physically touched each wing carcass I ate, calculated the price per wing, and made me pay per wing. Yikes. He also even mentioned, well, you had more fries than I did, so maybe we should split that 60-40. There was no second date.
0: Wow. Hey, this is, I mean, this is, you know,
1: 10-cent wing night and, like, the bar, like, figuring out what you yeah. have. So many. This is kind of just, like, if I figure, literally, like, if I could picture, like, scrub mm. <laughs> in my head, it's, like, suggest a date where you do sweatpants Shows up like disheveled and looking shitty and then pays per item that you ordered. It's also disgusting.
0: <laughs> the the <laughs> definition of scrub in the dictionary is a picture of this. I mean, it's also like for me, like even reading this, it feels like it's like a a not sunny day in Buffalo. Like I could see the day <laughs> that this was.
1: It's this guy cold, just wants to get some gray.
0: wings. Just wanted some wings. He's in his sweats. I I, I want to. I wonder what he tells people. Like, what's right? his story?
1: I mean, would you even, like, calculate the menu like that if you went out with a friend? No. It just seems so, it's <laughs> like.
0: Throw cards in the middle. Let's get this fucking over right. with.
1: Well, let me count how many. Is that a second <laughs> wing or just a badly chewed off first
0: yeah. wing? I'm not sure. <laughs> is that a flat or is that a, a drum?
1: This Wait, would be worth many, it for the story, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> right, do one let's more. do one more. OK. Hey, J&J, longtime listener. Love you both. I moved to the Midwest for grad school. Recently started swiping on the apps again. I matched with a guy, had a great first date over drinks and wanted to see him again. We started planning our next date and he asked if I like Italian food. Skeptical at first because I usually don't like to do dinner for a second date. Uh, but. Also kind of turned on because there's this one amazing, fancy Italian restaurant in a town full of otherwise pretty shitty restaurants. So I hedged my bets and said yes. He goes, great. Let's go to the original cottage inn. They have the best Italian food I've ever had. After I realized he was serious, I reconsidered everything and can't help but feel a little judgy. Some context. There are like 16 cottage inns in this town and about one in every gas station (laughs) exit on the highway. It's a super, super casual pizza place like a sit-down Domino's. And also, to be fair, I grew up in NYC. My family owns an Italian restaurant, so I might be extra biased here. But seriously, the cottage inn, and also the emphasis on it being the original, cracks me up. So Red Flag or Deal Breaker, they take you to a tacky chain restaurant for a second date. Or actually, they take you to a tacky chain restaurant for a second date while claiming it's the best food in town. Sincerely, do you want fries with that? Wow, what do you um, think, Jordana?
1: I mean, she sounds a little snotty. I have to say, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. I mean, but that's that's fine, you know. Like we discuss that. But I here's the thing: there's a way to approach this. That's like I'm from New York City. I'm in grad school for in the Midwest, and like I understand that not everyone has the same access to all the mm. fancy fucking restaurants in New York City with the long waits and the resi reservations. Whatever. I think there's a difference between saying like okay i understand that and i'm and like maybe judging it but also understanding she's like total. she i think she seems like so out of touch in this email because she's like who could possibly think it's like you're in his neighborhood
0: yeah you know what i mean like you're out of town
1: yeah like you're the one coming in and like pretending that you like like shocked that and like insulted that someone <laughs> thinks that what good, what good Italian food to them is not good Italian food to you but like you have no like you're in there you walked into onto their turf and are expecting them to know to be as fancy as you are i think it's like unreasonable on her end
0: i am on their website now and there you can order online which not a very thing you order online date. from carbone okay good to know yeah that's fair i mean i agree i think the they do have buffalo ranch new homemade buffalo ranch but i i I will say you are right where it's like you're on an away game you are you have to be nice to the people having you there you know what i mean like his version of things is so different than your version of things you know
1: totally and i mean i'm on the website too now and honestly like the outside (laughs) looks normal it's like a little Do you know what i mean a
0: calzone
1: it's not, a, it doesn't look like a pizza place. There's a more, they have a spicy, they have a vegan spicy Mediterranean um, salad. Okay. That's like, good. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a little like you coming into that. You know what I mean? You going to the Midwest. I'm from New York. Everything I I do and I like is like much more upscale and better than you. And like, it's one thing to think. It's also the think, owning yeah. the
0: Italian restaurant. It's the family owning yes. the Italian restaurant in, in you know, Italian people in there, like they're known as Sunday sauce are a huge deal to them. And no one ever has it as good as we do it. And yeah, it's a little bit of a, yeah, I think, I I think
1: if you're a lifetime New Yorker and they take you to, and you're both and you're meeting for a date in the West village and they take you to Sparrow, that's a different mm. story. (laughs) But like,
0: well, also she got ahead of herself. She goes, we started planning our next date. He asked if I like Italian food. Skeptical at first because I usually don't like to do dinner for a second date. But I also kind of turned on because there's this one amazing fancy Italian restaurant. It's like you got too ahead of yourself. You yeah. set up an expectation that he could never. Really... Second day, what do you think he's taking you to the fancy Italian place? No, you're going to the cottage inn.
1: Yes, yeah, so your second day, you're getting drinks. Second day, your birthday spot. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like you, you created a scenario where you could only be let down. That's the problem.
1: I agree. I think that. This, while it might be, I, well, it's okay if it's like a red flag or a deal breaker to her. I think that she, you could still, be, you could still have your standards and be more down to earth.
0: Totally, it's okay. Listen, we <laughs> solved dating. We solved dating again, Jordan we did it. I'm so proud of us. A new year, new us, same pod. Please, everyone, go share. Let people know. Send in your emails, UUP at Betches.com, and uh, we'll be back on Sunday.
1: Bye. UUP is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUPpod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. batches